Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. Welcome into Outkick the Show. I am your fearless leader, Clay Travis, and it is a beautiful day in America as the woke universe has been savagely balls in the face. Scotty Pippen on Patrick Ewing, old school style, dunked on. Let's talk about what happened. For the first time since 2009, Virginia has elected a Republican to statewide office not only at governor but at lieutenant governor and also at attorney general. We're going to talk about those races. Also, defund the police crushed in Minneapolis. Seattle elected their first Republican to part of city government since 1989 and the House of Delegates in Virginia has also flipped and New Jersey ended up so wildly competitive a state that Joe Biden won by 16 points that it still hasn't officially been called in the governor's race there. What actually happened? We'll get to it. The Braves win the World Series. College football playoff rankings are out. Aaron Rodgers is unvaccinated and the world loses its mind. Henry Ruggs details on the driving incident that he was involved in that killed a woman and Jamel Hill gets destroyed on social media over her continued obsession with labeling everything Republican white supremacy. All that coming but we start with the results of last night's election. Here is the lesson. I told you guys back in August on the Clay Travis and Buck Sexton show after I had gone and spoken at my school board in Williamson County I have two kids in public school and I opposed the mask mandate they were trying to put in place there. I said there is a mom revolution and it is going to overwhelm everything. I left there I went on my radio show back in August and I said suburban moms moms with kids in school they have had enough you have got a lot of people they're furious over the fact that schools never open back up They're educated on the fact that many of these masking requirements are total crap. They want their kids in school and they want them being taught reasonable, rational, educational values. They don't want them being indoctrinated with crazy far left-wing critical race theory. And I said it's going to make a difference. And if you go look at the exit polls women, suburban women swung over 15 points in one year in the direction of Republicans and that is why Glenn Youngkin won in the state of Virginia. That's also why Winsome Sears became the first black woman ever elected to statewide office as lieutenant governor and the attorney general also a Republican a man of Cuban descent so the first Latino elected to statewide office in Virginia as well. Now, this is a big transformative event and it's a big transformative event because it is setting the table for 2022 which I saw Megan McCain refer to and I like it because I'm a Game of Thrones fan 
as not a red tide or a red, uh, red uh, domination but as in fact a red wedding referencing what happened in Game of Thrones spoiler alert uh, to the Stark family as, uh, as they attempted to celebrate a wedding they thought they were going to be coronated and instead disaster ensued. And so the Republicans are now putting the Democrats in a tough spot because the moderate Democrats the Joe Manchins of the world the Kirsten Cinemas of the world they're looking at the results and they're saying what is the point of us passing a massive spending bill that is the Bernie budget it's going to alienate us even more from independent voters and I think that's correct. But the squad the progressive element in Congress is saying the reason why we got our ass kicked is because we hadn't passed these multi-trillion dollar spending bills. The reality is the reason Democrats are getting their ass kicked is because they've leaned into social media woke politics and Americans don't support that. They don't support canceling comedians over jokes. They don't support the idea of identity politics. They certainly don't support the foundational element of the Democratic Party right now which is everything is racist. And so the Democrats are going to lead themselves off of a cliff and in 2022 they are going to get completely wrecked. And if Democrats try to run Joe Biden again he's going to get destroyed in 2024 and the same is true for Kamala Harris. We don't know who the Republican candidate will be in 2024. But what I would say is I would love to bet on the Republicans winning big in 2022 and in 2024. If the Democrats were being smart this would spell the end of wokeism. They would recognize that their party platform is toxic to vast majorities of Americans and that the Americans who are rejecting them most soundly are often highly educated suburban voters. Women in fact. Last night I spoke at a mom event that is focused on education hundreds of primarily moms showing up because they are fed up with the way that their children are being taught and with the rules that are being implemented by school boards as it pertains to COVID and masking and all of those aspects. Williamson County where I live is one of the most highly educated counties in America. And the women that are standing up against all these ridiculous mandates are some of the most educated women in all of America too. And they've looked at the data and they've recognized the science and they know that keeping kids out of school in 2020 was the wrong move and they know that masking kids today is still the wrong move. So I think this was a fundamentally massively important 2021 election. Republicans got shellacked shellacked Democrats everywhere and I think it's setting the table for a year from now an even more unbelievable red tide is coming. The red wedding and Democrats are going to get obliterated. Big news. As I'm watching the results come in last night I'm also kicking my feet up with my 11-year-old and my 13-year-old and we're watching the Atlanta Braves win the first World Series title since 1995 for the city of Atlanta. A 7 to nothing win which was to me kind of crowned by solar power the home run out of the stadium over the train tracks that gave the Braves a 3 to nothing lead it was an epic swing that waste, wiped away 
a generation's worth of frustrations for Atlanta Braves fans. Dansby Swanson, Freddie Freeman came on and hit home runs after that to eventually give a 7 to nothing win. But what an incredible season for the Braves. They were not over 500 until August. Ronald Acuna, their best player, tears his ACL. They go get Jock Peterson. They go get Solar. Uh, they go get uh, all of these different guys and they bring them in and they are able to completely take over the entirety of what is going on in, uh, in, uh, in the series. They win 3-1 against uh, the Brewers in the wild card take down the Dodgers 4-2 and then take down the Houston Astros 4-2 in the World Series. I told my 11-year-old buddy you don't know how lucky you are because you're young and you've been a Braves fan for only a few years and you got to miss a lot of the torment of the last 26 years since the Braves last won a World Series in 1995. We had a fabulous time at Game 1 and Game 2 of the World Series in Houston. We were able to meet a lot of the Braves players and coaches. What a fantastic group of people. I'm so excited to see them win the World Series and it was so much fun over the last several years for me personally to get brought back in as a baseball fan and be able to experience the fun of a playoff run and a baseball regular season and just seeing the world of baseball through the eyes of my 11-year-old it has been utterly fantastic. Speaking of utterly fantastic I want to tell you about Pure Talk. I mentioned my 13-year-old. He's in 8th grade. He was watching the game with me. He was looking up election results on his own iPhone. He's got an iPhone 12. He got unlimited talk text 6 gigs of data for just $30 a month. Did you know with Pure Talk you can save up to $800 a year? I had these guys in my house and they were able to sit directly across from me and explain why their plans work so well and now I'm telling you you got a 30-day risk-free you can keep your same phone you can keep your same number or you can upgrade you get the same exact service just wildly cheaper Save up to $800 if you go to puretalk.com and shop for the plan and the phone that's right for you and enter the code OUTKICK and you'll save 50% off your first month. Again, puretalk.com use the promo code OUTKICK and you will be able to save 50% off your first bill. Do what I did. Do what the Travis family has done. Sign up for Pure Talk today. puretalk.com use the code OUTKICK. College football playoff rankings came out. Uh, Georgia 1, Bama 2, Michigan State 3, Oregon 4. Early read is that Oregon is undervalued in the FanDuel national title races. Michigan State obviously very highly valued. We'll see whether or not they can handle Purdue which I think is going to be a challenging uh, option for them. By the way, I'll have my gambling picks up either this afternoon or tomorrow depending on how busy I end up getting Uh, It's been busy uh, as you can imagine uh, of late but the crazy thing here is but for a poor performance on the road against Texas A&M Georgia and Alabama would have effectively already punched their trips to the college football playoff. Georgia's basically in. I think it's highly unlikely that they're going to lose to what do they have? Mizzou, Tennessee, I think Charleston Southern and then they close with Georgia Tech that that directional school might be off but that's what Georgia basically has left. Bama's got a tough game in theory 
on the road against Auburn on November 27th uh, which is the last weekend of the regular season uh, a couple days after Thanksgiving. That'll be a challenge because the Iron Bowl already is but Bama's going to have to beat Georgia I think to get in. Michigan State, Ohio State still alive along with Michigan as a potential playmaker in the Big Ten. Oregon, Oklahoma was all the way down at 8. So Oklahoma which still has a bunch of tough games they still got Baylor they still got Oklahoma State they still got the Big 12 championship game so maybe they could make a move but they aren't being very respected right now even though they're undefeated. Uh, And there's also a big meeting going on where they're going to talk about whether or not they can advance the college football playoff from four teams to 12 teams sooner rather than later. I'm hopeful that's going to go well. We'll see exactly what ends up transpiring there. Uh, I'll of course be talking about it with all of you. Uh, Big news tons of people obsessed rolling over curled up in the fetal position Aaron Rodgers has tested positive for COVID and it has since emerged that he is unvaccinated. Uh, Several different quarterbacks have been public about the fact that they're unvaccinated. Kirk Cousins Lamar Jackson uh, Aaron Rodgers now is publicly unvaccinated. I'm sure there's others that are out there that have made this decision and what's intriguing about the Aaron Rodgers answer is he managed to avoid all the attention through halfway through the season by saying that he was immunized. When he was asked if he was vaccinated he said he was immunized and that's a little Clintonian in that he changed the verb and nobody really followed up on it and so it was a surprise that he's unvaccinated he's not going to be able to play this weekend against the Chiefs big win for the Chiefs not to have to go up against Aaron Rodgers Uh, and presumably Rodgers will be back after a week out but Jordan Love comes in now to go head-to-head against the Chiefs monstrously important for the Chiefs who have a chance to get back to 5-4 and and put themselves squarely back in the playoff race and they get a chance to do it without having to go up against Aaron Rodgers. It also means for those of us who are big NFL fans we don't get to see Aaron Rodgers against Patrick Mahomes like I think a lot of us would have gotten to see uh, would have preferred to see. Instead it's Jordan Love uh, going up against Patrick Mahomes. Other big news Henry Ruggs has well I'll get to the Henry Ruggs story in a minute he's been released by the Oakland Raiders after details of his alleged drunk driving incident that ended in a death came out but in the meantime I'll talk about that in a moment I want to tell you all about my friends at Farmfolio stock markets near all-time highs Biden administration is talking about increasing a substantial amount of tax on all of us also inflation 30-year highs How do you hedge against a high stock market inflation at all-time highs and a looming substantial tax increase? How about buying farmland? You can start buying farmland as a part of your portfolio like I have by going to farmfolio.net slash clay. This is pretty cool because you can hedge against inflation by owning your own farmland. My grandfather did this way back in 1969. He retired bought a farm in West Tennessee because he felt like inflation was going to take off. That farm is still in my family's uh, still in my family's lineage. We still have it. And you can buy a <coughs> farm that grows limes on it. Our friends at Farmfolio have great offers for you. They have land ownership titles. It allows you to buy a piece of cash flowing farmland just like Bill Gates and Jeff Bezos who have been uh, scooping up farmland as well. 
Right now, with inflation soaring, stocks already at all-time highs, and taxes about to go way up, you need to protect your assets and you can do what I did and buy farmland today at farmfolio.net slash clay that's F-A-R-M-F-O-L-I-O dot net slash clay to learn more about farmland ownership contact Farmfolio at farmfolio.net slash clay that's F-A-R-M-F-O-L-I-O dot net slash clay Henry Ruggs uh, Vegas Raiders receiver who previously was with the Alabama Crimson Tide first round receiver he's only 22 years old Details came out on his traffic accident. He was in a Corvette. He struck a RAV4. He was driving, according to police, 156 miles an hour in his Corvette. And he struck a RAV4 and killed a woman inside of that RAV4 at 127 miles per hour. At the time of impact according to Las Vegas police Henry Ruggs had double the blood alcohol limit that is permissible in the state of Nevada in the city of Las Vegas. Assuming all of this is true I don't see how Henry Ruggs gets out of prison in less than a decade. I think that his athletic career is likely over And I'm not sure how he is able to serve anything less than a substantial portion of the years that he would face. 2 to 20 years is reportedly what he faces in uh, imprisonment based on these charges. But again, 156 miles per hour while allegedly twice the blood alcohol limit. 127 miles per hour at impact. There is no way assuming that these facts are correct to remotely defend Henry Ruggs ever playing in the NFL again I wouldn't imagine. And the Raiders have already released him. They did so last night about 15 minutes after the Braves won the World Series probably trying to drop that news into the middle of the World Series news cycle. Uh, OBJ is not playing right now. Much less serious wide receiver news. There is a feud that has developed between Odell Beckham Jr. and Baker Mayfield. The father of Odell Beckham Jr. posted a video of OBJ Open and said that there is an issue with Baker getting him the football. Odell Beckham Jr. now 29 years old. He has not performed at a very high level. He's uh, never been on a team that he played for that has won a playoff game. Last year the Browns won a playoff game but Odell Beckham Jr. was out with an injury. He played in a playoff game with the Giants. Remember Yacht Trip with the New York Giants but they didn't win a playoff game then either. And so there's a real question out there coming off of this injury at 29 years old about how much Odell Beckham Jr. has left. The trade deadline is now passed. Is there some possibility that the Browns may be so fed up with OBJ that they decide to release him um, I think that is a really intriguing question that is afoot now. Baker Mayfield's wife has also evidently uh, posted some comments about this situation and so it continues to build and create more and more issues surrounding it. 
Speaking of issues, Jamel Hill has spent the past three or four years basically labeling everything as white supremacy. This is disappointing because I think Jamel was smart and I think she had an interesting career ahead of her in the world of sports and then she got derailed by social media. Donald Trump drove her insane. She decided to start labeling Donald Trump a white supremacist. She keeps hitting the same tone time after time after time and she said that the reason why the Democrats failed in Virginia was white supremacy. And then, to her credit, the lieutenant governor newly elected of Virginia posted a picture of her when some Sears did a black woman the first black woman to ever be elected to statewide office and pointed out that it was awfully ironic that Jamel Hill would blame white supremacy when a black woman was having the most success in electoral office in the history of the state of Virginia under the Republican mantle. And this is what I would say in general. The Jamel Hills of the world that want to brand everything as being racist are seeking to tear down our democracy. That's what they're doing. And they are doing so by levying untrue attacks. I mean, just think about this from its most basic level. This was a state, Virginia, where many of the women that she is labeling as white supremacists voted for Joe Biden a year ago instead of Donald Trump. Many of those same women voted for Barack Obama in 2008 and in 2012. Did they suddenly become racist in 2021? Or are they fed up with the offerings from the Democratic Party and with woke politics and the fact that Democrats kept their schools closed and that Democrats are mandating that their kids wear masks and that Democrats are trying to convince everyone that the state of Virginia as well as the entirety of the United States is fundamentally racist. It just doesn't add up. Particularly doesn't add up when the same people voting for Glenn Youngkin for governor voted for Winsome Sears a black woman to be the lieutenant governor and the new AG is the first Hispanic to win statewide office in the state of Virginia as well a Cuban uh, of Cuban descent. Now I don't think those are important things. What What you look like what your identity is because that's not something you choose. But I do believe this. People vote for others who share common values with them. And the truth of the matter is this and I keep hammering it home on Clay and Buck. White, black, Asian, and Hispanic people who are reasonable and who are rational and who make smart decisions about their kids' futures share far more in common than far left-wing woke activists who are convinced that they have to denigrate and deride and tear down everyone solely focused on identity politics and cancel culture. The twin pillars of the Democratic Party today which were directly repudiated and, and rejected by voters in Virginia, by voters all over the country remember defund the police lost in Minneapolis Seattle elected (coughs) their first Republican since 1989. New Jersey almost elected a Republican governor. All of these voters were standing up and sending an important message and that message is this. Woke politics is evil inside of America. It's time to reject it. And the twin pillars of the Democratic Party right now identity politics the idea that what you look like defines your future 
and cancel culture the idea that you can't say certain things that the Democratic Party decides are unacceptable are roundly condemned and will lead the Democratic Party into a massacre in 2022. And that is where we are headed for the red wedding event of political commentary and voting in 2022. Thank you to everybody who stood up in Virginia. You have made a tremendous statement going forward and I'll talk about it a bit more in a second but first I want to tell you all about my friends at CandidCo. And there's a specialist for just about everything. Your car breaks down, you go to a mechanic. When there's a problem with your shower, you call a plumber. When you want to get your teeth fixed, you see an orthodontist. They're the specialist. And that's what sets Candid, the invisible, comfortable, and removable aligners above the rest. You don't have to do normal orthodontic treatment in the past. You can get hooked up with Candid. They can help you get the straighter, brighter smile you've always wanted and you can get started from home for just $15 with a Candid starter kit. Or you can book an appointment at a Candid studio near you today. Go to candidco.com slash clay and use my code clay. That's C-L-A-Y. Candidco candidco.com slash clay Take advantage of this limited time offer $15 starter kit candidco.com slash clay If you've always wanted to have great, perfect, straight, bright teeth go to candidco.com slash clay today and get started for just $15. Also, get all your bets in at fanduel.com slash clay Louisiana is starting soon up to $1,000 no risk wager I appreciate all of you Virginia, thanks for helping to set the country back on a path to sanity I am Clay Travis DBAP unless you need to SBAP And thanks for hanging with me today.